The FT. Robert Mugabe, Zimbabwe's veteran president, has tightened his vice-like grip on power as his ruling ZANU-PF party gears up for a critical conference next week. His vice president, Joyce Majuru, has been sidelined amid allegations that she was plotting against him, and the party has amended its constitution to give him sole power to appoint a deputy or de facto heir apparent. Many people think he's lining up his wife, Grace, for the role. I'm Fiona Simon, and on the line with me is Andrew England, our Southern Africa correspondent. Hi, Andrew. Why is next week's party conference in Zimbabwe so important? Hi, Fiona. Well, it's a conference that's held every five years, and at this conference, the ZANU-PF will decide who its leadership is for the next five years. Now, we had an election last year, ZANU-PF won, Mugabe became president, extended his presidency, and he's been in power since 1980. He's 90 years old now, so there's always the question about succession, and he's never groomed a successor. So what we've seen in the lead-up to this conference is a huge, unprecedented, really, uh, battle between rival factions in the party who are seen to be jostling to be the successor. So what form has the infighting taken in the run-up to the conference? Well, basically, for some time now, there have been seen to be two main factions within ZANU-PF supporting potential successors, or what are seen as the front-runners for the succession. One is Vice President Joyce Majuru, and the other one is Emerson Mnangagwa, who's the Justice Minister. In the lead-up to this, we've seen a lot of attacks on Joyce Majuru, very toxic, vitriolic attacks, particularly coming from Grace Mugabe, the wife of President Mugabe, and also in the state media. So it's, it's almost seen as she's been targeted, she's being attacked by those loyal to Mugabe, and she's essentially being sidelined and being pushed out. Is it because she was becoming too powerful, and does she still have powerful allies on her side? It's very hard to know what the thinking is with ZANU-PF, and it's very hard to know what uh, Robert Mugabe's thinking is. He's a very Machiavellian president, and there's always speculation, but no one actually knows what his strategy is. She did have a lot of grassroots support in the provinces, so she did well in provincial elections within the party. So it's not really clear, because she hasn't actually spoken out herself. For some reason, it was seen that her camp was creating you know, this factionism, seem to be plotting against Mugabe and so the president called for unity within the party when that was seen not to be heeded then it was appeared that his allies particularly his wife Grace started launching their attack on Vice President Majuru. How powerful is Grace and who are her allies? What kind of politician is she? It was actually really interesting because she's never really been involved in frontline politics until earlier this year about August and she was nominated to be head of the PS Women's League, which would happen at the Congress next week. But before that, she wasn't involved in politics. She has a dairy farm. She earned the nickname Gucci Grace because of her shopping. She's 49 years old. But she was never seen as a politician. So it surprised many people, one, when she was nominated. And then she went on a, a number of rallies, and she used those rallies to attack Joyce Majuru. Like I said, she's never held a high position in ZANU-PF, and although there is speculation that she should be in position to succeed her husband, that's still very much speculation. I mean, she hasn't got a pedigree in the party. She still hasn't got a strong position in the party. I mean, she should get that next week. So it's all sort of smokes and mirrors, and no one's really quite sure, again, what the Mugabe strategy is. Do you think there's going to be more fireworks next week? It'll be interesting. I mean, it seems as though... This week, then, ZANU-PF, the Mugabe loyalists, have 
look to sort of line their ducks up. So they've changed the constitution. So the president will now appoint his deputies and senior officials within the party rather than going for an election. He's going to run uncontested, so there'll be no contestation there. So in a sense, it looks like those seem to be loyal to Maduro are already being weakened. I mean, there are a number of ministers, including the tourism minister, the foreign minister and the energy minister, who've also been blocked from standing for the party central committee, as has Joyce Maduro. So it looks like they've already weakened or looked to weaken the Maduro faction and have a controlled, if you like, structured, premeditated Congress where nobody's really elected and Mugabe just appoints his people. What's the impact of all this on the business community and the economy of Zimbabwe? It just adds to more uncertainty. I mean, there's been uncertainty for some time now. You had a government of unity, uh, which ended at the elections last year, so there was uncertainty leading up to the elections. And then ZANU-PF took over, so there was uncertainty about how ZANU-PF would look to drive the economy after the government of unity. And then because Robert Mugabe, he's 90 years old. He's an old man. He still looks fit. His mind still appears sharp, but he is 90 years old. Is he going to continue running? He's never made any mention of stepping down, and he's never groomed any successor. So the whole question is, you know, what next? What is going to happen? Who's going to be leading the country? And there's no clarity. There's no clear succession plan. So the economy is already doing badly. It's about 3% growth this year. It's huge unemployment. Industries closing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And investors aren't going to invest, aren't going to put in the capital that's needed to help lift up the economy as long as the place is blighted by political uncertainty. Thank you very much, Andrew. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.